Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Friday, March 10th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. On today's show, in the middle of basketball tournament season, we talk Ted Lasso with its star, Jason Sudeikis. That's right, Sudeikis joined star columnist Vahe Gregorian on a Zoom call after speaking with reporters from around the globe in advance of Ted Lasso's third season on Apple Plus TV. The new season drops on March 15th. Before that conversation, Vahe, Sam McDowell, and I discussed the show that has produced seven Emmys, including Best Comedy for each of its first two seasons. We're big fans of the show, some more than others, as you'll hear. And I love how Ted Lasso uses sports, soccer, to tell stories of, well, kindness and humanity. So you're going to hear Vahe, Sam, and I carry on for about 15 minutes, and then after a break... You will get the Star's exclusive interview with Jason Sudeikis by Vahe Gregorian. Okay, let's get started. Some of my favorite podcasts are when we're at one sporting venue talking about another sport. I mean, Mm -hmm. this this would uh, be a a time when we would talk about the Big 12 tournament since we're sitting in T-Mobile Center and uh, Kansas State is playing TCU right now. We watch Kansas without Bill Self. Uh, beat West Virginia earlier today. That was interesting. We wrote all about that. Uh, But we're not here to talk about the Big 12 tournament or Bill Self. We'll get to that in due time. We're here to talk about Ted Lasso and soccer. And we're doing that on the occasion of the season premiere, which is March 15th. March 15th, yeah. On Apple TV. Yep. uh, Third season of Ted Lasso. And, Vahe, you were on a conference call with the cast of Ted Lasso, and you got a little extra time with Jason Sudeikis, the star, one of our own. One of we our own. We could say he was born in Virginia, but he moved to Overland Park at a young age, so he is absolutely one of our own. Shawnee Mission West grad. So, first of all, how of all the Zoom calls you've been on <laughs> in your life, how... How interesting was it to talk to a cast of a show? It was really great. And what I, the way that worked was it was a Zoom call with, it was six of them. And uh, questions had to be pre-submitted. I didn't get a question into that group, but uh, uh, questions did come from Australia and India and Italy and Japan. And I, I just was kind of dazzled by that. Like, I, I get that it's a, a worldwide thing, but uh, I, I did have in the follow-up call with Jason today because that was the first point I made and he said it's he he seems as jarred or taken with that as I was it was like it's he said it's something else and that, you know that got us speaking a little bit about you know his, his sense of the impact of the, the program but the cast thing back to your actual question was it was cool to see the dynamics of them off off screen right it was and and uh you got the feeling that it was easy between among them that they're it, the chemistry that's derived from working together that way is is something that translates um in, in how they are with each other so really interesting to see that and, and pretty dynamic group as you might guess we're going to play the the part of the zoom call where it was just you and jason sudeikis uh at the end of the show i'm really looking forward to that but I think the three of us are Ted Lasso fans. Any more with the way the way television works and streaming works, uh, you, you you see a, a season of shows and you might see it in a week or less than a week because you you binge watch it. 
and then it's another year before, or maybe sometimes even longer, before the next season comes out. So I had to do a quick reminder of what season two and season ones were about. Uh, do you guys remember or have a pretty clear mind of, of what the, you know? Well, even before I researched it for this, the thing that, that sort of stayed with me, not quite hauntingly, but was the image of Nate uh, <laughs> doing the full heel turn. Yeah. And and the betrayal and that as sort of the underpinning of what you know what's to come this season that that stuck with me. Um, that was the final scene, wasn't it, of season two? Yeah, Remember I think that's uh, taking over another team, right? Yeah, yeah, the tortured uh, you know, rage on Nate's face and 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 you know Nate's uh, Nick Muhammad who plays Nate was on this uh, call the other day and he he was asked about how he felt playing this aspect of Nate and he said he's doing it with great trepidation because he, he, I think he really feels sheepish about what a jackass the character is. <laughs> and he really is, seems to be. Yeah, or at least, you know, entering the season. Right, um, right. But one quick back thing back to, I don't know if we've done a podcast on Ted Lasso before. I don't recall that we did or didn't, but what is interesting is it harkens back to the early days of the pandemic, right? And I don't know if you guys were already binge watchers, but that was sort of where... You know, in our house, we got into the flow of things, and Ted Lasso was one of those. And um, you know, there's a curmudgeon among the three of us here who maybe doesn't love it like you and I do, Blair. But but um, but <laughs> I found it quite uplifting uh, all along. And and uh, but but what do you think, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> who is, by the uh, way, the harshest the... critic in the room? <laughs> And and the biggest soccer aficionado among the three of us as well. So I won't ask him about how the action translates <laughs> because it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so, but but that's not why you watch the show for actors playing yeah. soccer. Um, I love season one. Um, my wife loves season one and two. Um, I like season two a little bit less than than season one. I'd actually say that too. By the way, I, um, I loved season one. I really liked season two more than you. But yeah. But, but yeah. But it was, I, I think you really captured it, Vahe. It was a, at a moment where you, like, you needed something uplifting, and I think we all grasped onto that in season one. Um, and, I mean, look, I'm sure they spent a ton of time with the concept for season one. These things typically happen with shows, so I'm eager to see what kind of staying power it can have, and I think season three will go a long way in determining that. It's, by the way, you made me think of something really interesting that Jason said, and I think it was when I was talking to him. Hopefully it shows up on the podcast part. You know, he said we couldn't quite set out. We we just hoped to write do something we were proud of. We didn't. You you, you couldn't know how to evoke what what it did. And he said maybe Paul McCartney knows how to do that and can do it on purpose, but I but I can't. And so there's a little bit of you know I think he used the term alchemy or just sort of its own magic that came out of it that I don't want to say wasn't intended, but was beyond their dreams. It was, I mean, the, the beauty of the show, especially the first season, um, <laughs> that you, it does take you through the gamut of emotions. I mean, I, I, I remember the, the early on in the first episode, I mean, the, one of the funniest scenes they had was him as the football coach at Wichita State, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. showing clips the dance. of that. Yeah, and you yeah. kind of thought early on, this is going to be a, that kind of show. It's going to be a comedy type of show. And I really don't think that's what it is at its heart. I think it is a show that's supposed to make you feel something. Yeah. Um, which, like I said, will be interesting to see what, which path that this third season takes that comes out this month. 
I like that you said that because that's something I've thought about a lot with the show. It One of the things that I think is special about it is it is both kind of light and profound. I think I might have even typed that into something I wrote. I, it just the feeling that you can get all of that from the same thing, the same place, is, it's a little unusual, I think. Yeah. You, you mentioned the timing earlier. Uh, the, the show debuted in 2020, the year of the election. Um, oh, yeah. You know, a very contentious election and... I, I, when I watch YouTube clips of the show, and there, there's one in particular that I'll talk about in a moment that I just absolutely love. It's one of my favorite four minutes of television I've ever seen. Um, the comments reflected, you know, the the time and place, right? A, a show that was about, you know, kindness and and, and good faith and humanity uh, was released at a time when there was seemed to be little of that. In our country, anyway, right? Yeah. Um, the other thing that I thought was uh, what I found interesting about it is uh, it seems to work on a humor level in two different countries. You know, American humor and British humor. I'm I'm not the biggest Benny Hill fan, or you know, <laughs> some, some, of the, some of the British comedies, um, but. I, I think, and, I, and I've heard other people express this, that it works both both, uh, both in England and in the U.S. Well, that's interesting because one of the other things that Jason talked about, the roots of the character go back to something that Jason and I think Joe Kelly and Brendan Hunt worked on as part of a troupe. Coach in, Beard. In Amsterdam. Yeah, Coach Beard. When they were in Amsterdam for something called Boom Chicago, that was their, their troupe. And that that's where that the character first had its, you know origins but Jason wasn't talking about it in that context about his time in Amsterdam he was talking about that time in Amsterdam being the first time he realized that humor could translate internationally that the same concepts could work uh, in a lot of ways and and that absolutely speaks to your point about realizing that it can now what's funny to think about is how the humor on the other side might just hit in a different way than might be different things that you know, work better, but right. But it's all from the same, you know, pool. One of the other things that I I really liked about the show is, unlike other sports shows or movies where the the theme is often the uh, an underdog that fights beats the odds to become mm-hmm. you know a champion at the end. Which are fun movies, so you know those those are fine. This one's not about a team that had a you know had a great season. Yeah. <laughs> you know they, they ended up getting relegated, I believe, at the end of season one. That was one season two though. That was good. like I, I felt like we lost sight of the fact this was a soccer team a little bit, and um, there wasn't a lot of that into it. But you're right. I mean, you think when you hear that story that it's going to be. This goes to to the point of what both of you guys said. You think it's going to be a pretty. When I heard the concept, I thought it was going to be a pretty narrow audience. You know, it's, it's, you're going to have to, under, yeah, going to, have to yeah. understand, like, the EPL, and it's probably going to be right. for an American audience. Understanding the EPL, it just seemed like a really narrow audience. And, you know, like I said earlier, that's kind of the beauty of the show is it's, it, it's not what it's about. It's, it's you know, that's 
the heart of it is to, to try and make you feel something, whether or not you care about it. The soccer team does. I think just my natural personality is I do care about how the soccer team does. <laughs> when they haven't shown the soccer team for six episodes, it's like, how's the season going? Yeah, what's, what's going can, on here? You know, don't they have a scoreboard? <laughs> can we get the uh, ticker on the bottom at least to, to show some results? <laughs> That's uh, great. Did you ask Jason about the ticker idea? Uh, I didn't think to ask the ticker idea and uh uh i do i do feel from what i've seen uh early on because part of what came with this gig was a chance to see the first three episodes um you, you, you there I, I will say you'll you'll have some feel for how the team's doing uh in, in, within the first couple episodes though. oh wow so you've seen three episodes yeah 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 how about that? And, and you know i i guess i'll just say the first one it felt like I, I was a little concerned it felt like a little bit of a slow start but in really you know, halfway through, I was like in the groove, and I, I the, certainly the second and third ones. The whole spirit of it feels very much consistent with, you know, what it's been, and but really no sense of predictability to me about how the how the arc of it's going to go. They played in uh, Wembley Stadium, I believe, in season two, right? Did yeah. they get to play in Wembley yeah. uh, and lost that one? So they they lose all the big games yeah. <laughs> in the first couple of seasons. Um, the other thing, of course. That uh, that we were looking for, and one of the one of the reasons I I, I wanted every I, the buzz was incredible when uh, when when the show premiered, and but I also was curious about any signs of Kansas City in the, in the show, yeah. and we got a little bit of it, right? Um, the the the, his shirt, the t-shirt, yeah, yes. the Joe Arthur Gate stack, which yeah. is now on, on sale in the new KCI. I noticed. Oh, um, is that right? It, it, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh. Um, there will be, I guess I'm not supposed to say anything specific, but there will continue to be some Kansas City Easter eggs, uh, oh. regional Easter eggs in there. Um, which I, I don't know even the volume. It wasn't, wasn't too much really in the first couple, but you, you, you know, the, the watchful eye will see it. Um, and I bet there's more ahead. Okay. Um, Are you getting paid to write these teasers? <laughs> just dot, dot, dot. No, but I, maybe, I, maybe I need to be. Uh, it's... Um, what was I? Oh, this was kind of just funny. You know, uh, Jason Sudeikis' mom, Kathy, is a travel agent, yep. and somehow we got talking about the new KCI, and he said, uh, "As long as Kathy Sudeikis is happy with the new KCI, <laughs> he knows it'll be a good place." So um, he has not been there yet. And as you, as you as you reminded us, he has not yet watched the Saturday Saturday Night Live episode with host Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I didn't know what his conflict could have been. It seems like that would have been a priority for him, but, you know, it, 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 he hasn't seen it yet. He, he said he he can't wait to. He's he's uh, hung out with Travis Kelsey a little bit and and has heard he did a great job. Um, and uh, But he does, he does plan to see it before he is a guest on the New Heights podcast sometime in the near future with the Kelsey brothers. Yeah, unlike your friend Paul Rudd, who is uh, who was at the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your friend, New Heights second friend best, of the star, second Paul Rudd. best podcast going with Kansas City behind this one right here. Yeah. Sports beat KC, baby. New Heights of Sports right. beat KC. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I mentioned it earlier. Uh, are you familiar with season one? The final episode. I can't remember if it was the eighth or the tenth. Whatever the final one was, the the dart scene oh i love that yeah. scene is that that scene the four minute scene you were yes, alluding to earlier it was and it, just the build-up i think it's my favorite scene in the show I, mine the, too yeah. easily, easily yeah in, in in many shows i i just yeah um didn't expect it it it, it 
ran a gamut of emotions and highs and lows in just yeah. a four-minute stretch. I, it was brilliant. I just thought it was brilliant writing. Yeah. Um, and the execution was... Yeah, he's great in that scene, too. Yeah. Yes. And do you remember what he says when he throws the winning dart? As he throws the winning dart? Be curious. Well, there's that. But oh. it, right, before he, <laughs> right before he has the bullseye, holds it with his left hand, barbecue sauce. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that. Right. I was all hung up on the be curious, not judgmental right. part. The, yeah. The, which uh, I thought, by the way, was... Walt Whitman, I think he credited it Exactly, to. yes. I didn't realize he credited it to him then, but uh, it was either Walt Whitman or Mark... Maybe it was Walt Whitman. I was thinking it might have been Mark Twain, but Walt Whitman seems more likely. Yeah. Yep. So but it's a great... Uh, it's a great concept. Be curious, not judgmental. Barbecue. Um, of course, if you, if Sam's you, so opinionated, he's got to be judgmental. It's our job. So that's what oh, yeah, it's our job. <laughs> Every day. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you're not a fan of the show, just YouTube the uh, – just type in Ted Lasso darts, and that'll, that'll yeah, get yeah, you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I might have to watch that again later tonight. Wonderful. So, okay, hey, listen, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, you will hear – Vahe Gregorian's conversation with Jason Sudeikis. I'm looking forward to listening to, to it myself. So, Sam McDowell, Vahe Gregorian, thank you guys. Thanks, Blair. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Blair. There are several ways to access the Star Sports section. Let me tell you about a couple of them. There is Sports Pass. For $12.99 a month, you get unlimited digital access to all of the Star Sports content, including beat writing, columns, features, pretty much everything we write. The deal renews monthly until you tell us to cancel. For $159.99 a year, you get everything the star has to offer digitally, including sports and the e-edition. Go to KansasCity.com and drop down to the bottom of the page where it says start a subscription for more information. Your support has never been more important. As always, thanks for reading and listening. Bahe Gregorian, the Kansas City star. Good to see you, Jason. Nice to see you. I I don't think we've ever met, but I saw you when you came to the uh, sports commission's uh, honoring of your dad, and oh, yeah. I met him a time or two. What a what a delightful guy! Indeed. So yeah, that was that was a fun night. Yeah, like, like you were getting some good pictures. I remember. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, well, listen. Thanks for making time. I'm sure you're wiped out, but um, I listened to the first press conference, and I was I was quite struck by those questions coming from all over the world. And me too, man. I know yeah. something else. And also how our moderator nailed every single one of them. Like, you know, the names of the, of, of, and their outlets. I was just like, this is, this is remarkable. Yeah. That was, and, and, and I don't, I can't imagine it's old hat to you, but I do wonder if it, it it's, you have some cognizance of, of the, the worldwide phenomenon this became. And if, if you have a sense of why. I, I, I accept the premise now. I, you know, Brendan and I did Brene Brown's uh, podcast early in, in the show's release. She, she, she sparked to the show immediately, and that, and that was really uh, flattering to us. And she asked that question. I remember Brendan and I both being like, no. She's like, do you understand the effect? I was like, no. And I know we were all, you know, quarantining at that time. So, you know, I would take out my trash, and a guy would, you know, drive by and honk the horn. Hey, love the show. I was like, oh, yeah, right. You know, 
Um, but I'm sort of that way anyway. When I was on SNL, I'd forget that people watched it on TV until we walked around on Sunday and be like, great show last night. It's like, oh, that's right. We don't just do it for the, you know, the 300 people in the studio. It's like it's on right. television. Um, but at this point, yes, I accept the premise that uh, people really, really love this thing. Um, it, what was the second half of your question, though? You just asked? that. Just I mean, uh, not that you're whether you're surprised or not, but what does it what does oh, it do for you to, to know that res have that resonance with it? I mean, it. it I, I know you've got to just show must go on. Right. But it, it's got to have some deep emotional impact on you, I would think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, on, on any of us that work on the show, I mean, the ones that I, the ones that, you know, are on camera, the ones that get approached the most, obviously. And we've all had people come up to us and say, oh, my God, this show has saved my life, you know. And, you know, I've said since that started happening, uh, that I was like, me, too. And they usually laugh. And yet I'm not joking, you know, as I know that they're not joking with me now. I've had people literally tell me how it saved their lives in a way that in a like deeply like moving ways, emotional ways of, of you know, decisions that they wanted to make for, for them, for their lives, similar to Ted's father, that that this kind of talked them out of it because of the kids that they have and the people they'd be leaving behind. And that like, you know, that can move me to tears if I really sit and think with it. But, I don't, I, you know, we don't want to use up too much of your time. I mean, you know, doing that. But like. But then just as far as it giving people optimism or giving people, you know, reframing the way you know, we hear so much static, like all that is, has been remarkable. Uh, uh, and nothing, nothing you sit at a keyboard trying to invoke, you know, I mean, you would never be able to get there. I mean, maybe some people can, you know, Paul McCartney might be able to do that at this point, you know, but like, <laughs> I, you know, I can't. So it's like, uh, we were just trying to make something that we were proud of. And the fact that people, you know, uh, clicked into so many of the things that we talked about behind the scenes that we, you know, threaded through here thematically or otherwise has, has been, um, yeah, I'm glad it happened to me later in my, you know, life, or at least, you know, midway through my life, hopefully, um, and not early on. Otherwise, I would have, you know, had the, could have potentially gone the way of like Nate and thought way too highly of myself. Now, I like that. <laughs> I, I like that. I know that it's not always like this. <laughs> And you made me think of this too. You, you spoke before about the alchemy that's part of the magic. Yeah. But it, it, does that, how does that go hand in hand with, I don't know if there's an abiding spirit that you've tried to keep to the show, but do, are those, you know, is that a constant dynamic that you're kind of churning through or working with? I think the biggest thing is, is, is I think I said, um, and I think it might've been the press conference because we did a couple interviews, but I talked about, you know, giving like the, the idea of giving a damn every day, you know, like, it, cause there's no, there's no, defense in the arts you know when you make something it's like it, it's all like it's your own apathy your own ego your own cynicism and so if you're battling that and defeating it on a day-to-day -day basis as an individual then I think you're sort of showing that same you're 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 walking the walk there and maybe other people are clicking into it because we're not doing like pep talks before every day of shooting you know if anything that's one of the big ways I'm different than Ted is I don't I don't I I feel a little bit sheepish to like you know, corral everybody and give a big, you know, like, all right, here's what we're doing, you know. Um, but but the show itself, I think I think it was more the the intention behind it and the um the really caring about it without being cruel or 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 dismissive <laughs> towards any of the other departments. I think that could work on a show that isn't necessarily inherently about belief and kindness and forgiveness, without a doubt. Yeah. I, th I think I think it should. Uh, I, yeah. I, it's it's a tremendous opportunity to get to play a sport for a living or get to, you know, make television or theater or film, you know, any, any of these things. There's a, 
I, I, I think anyone that does it with a, you know, a, a bully mentality is, is, you know, smearing their own on other people. And I, 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 I'd encourage them to, you know, take it elsewhere. It's, does your own background, both as an athlete and as a sports fan, uh, speak a little bit to why you thought sports would be a good vehicle for what you're trying to do in 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 the show? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I think that you, you know, I think that's one of the reasons we love the Olympics as human beings is because we get to learn about these these individuals every four years. You know, especially in America, you know, the the great work that people do, whether ESPN, ABC, whoever whoever owns the rights these days, I don't even know. But like, you get to meet the parents. You know, we get to we get to we get we get to watch them in the crowd. You know, remember Allie Reisman's parents doing the moves with her. You know, you get to you, we get those experiences. Same reason why we love American Idol. You know, we get to you get those 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 packages of what their life was like before they have this thirty seconds that they're going to do something incredible that they've worked and dedicated their entire life for. And we see that week after week after week. You know, whether it be at Allen Fieldhouse or Arrowhead or Kaufman. You know, it's just like it's one of those those things that that. The thing I love most about sport, I think, is 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 the metaphor and the way it, it can create heroes and villains within a within a moment, you know, within a timeout, within you know, within a home run, within a you know, uh, an interception, what have you. It's 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 um, it's yeah, it, it, it's it's almost it's almost too too easy to write a show about you know, like because there's so much not not easy, but like there's just so much material there and so much opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're probably getting the lightning round, but I I, I wonder just your, your thoughts about the World Cup coming to Kansas City. So excited. And and mm-hmm. are you more excited now after doing the show? I mean, is oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. would have no, been? My, yeah. yeah, my love for the game has grown exponentially. And and even with my own kids, especially my son, you know, he he's the fact that he's not around it every single day like he was when we were in the UK uh, off and on the past couple of years. He's, he plays every single day. He's watching stuff like, uh, you know, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited. I'm, 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 I just, you know, I love that town, man. And, and it's been really, really amazing to see just, you know, almost every, every three months, something, you know, <laughs> neat is happening there. I can't wait. You know, I don't know where we're at with the, with the NBA team, but you know, I, I, I think, you know, li- there's so many good things going on that I'm not going to worry about the things that, that aren't going on quite yet. What did it mean to you to see Travis Kelsey on SNL? Did, did, I, haven't, did he... I haven't watched it yet. I haven't, oh. I, haven't I know I can't wait. I, I, I had multiple people text me saying how great of a job he did it, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping to do uh, him and his brother's podcast soon. So I'll definitely watch it before then. But I, I love that he got the tap for it. Uh, even if you hang out with that guy for five minutes, I've been lucky to do it a little bit more than that. You, you know, that he's got that, that uh, you know, he's, He's a uh, a character in the best ways, and and yeah, I, I I'm I'm glad he got to do it, and I, I can't wait to watch it. And I guess last thing is, is it you know I know we've thought about a three season arc here, um, but I I suppose I, I know you based that on Star Wars uh, when you first were talking about it, but I guess we've had prequels and sequels to Star Wars now. I, I, how should we look at the the future of of Ted Lasso? Yeah, I mean, you know, much like a real coach, I'm only worried about the season we're in the middle of right now because I'm still <laughs> editing. So yeah, it's it's it feels like a brush off. It feels like you know, but I also don't want to put myself in a position where if I were to say yes or no now, and then something were to not happen or were to happen, be saddled with the uh, you know the burden of being a liar, a scarlet L on my <laughs> on my Richmond kit, you know. So uh, so yeah, there's 
ha haven't had the space to really sit and think about it, but, but I'm flattered by people's enthusiasm for you yeah. know, continuing the stories for sure. Well, I, I look forward to seeing you back here. I think we're getting the wrap. You'll you'll like the new airport, by the way. I heard, yeah. No, I, yeah. I know. As long as Kathy Sudeikis likes the new airport, I'll <laughs> like the new airport. She's the expert there. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but I'll be back All right, Jason. June for Big Slick for sure. Looking forward Will to you? it. Yep. Okay, yeah. well, that's great. Listen, thanks so much. And I uh, really appreciate you, you slogging through all this for us. Oh, no, absolutely. Happy okay. to do it. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production crew of Randy Mason, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Scott Chasen. Tip of the cap to Vahe Gregorian and Sam McDowell for sharing their insights. Okay, it's my daily reminder of the Morning Sports Edition, the best digital sports page on the planet. Today, 41 pages loaded with Big 12 tournament coverage, Bill Self's absence from the KU game due to an illness, Chiefs free agency speculation, the Royals, the NBA, the NHL. If it happened in sports, it is in the morning sports edition. Check it out at liveedition.kansascity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with another Sports Beat KC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day. Every day.